Hi, it's Megan, and thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Woo as Fuck. This is our first episode in season three with our new format. This is our relaxed fit episode where we talk a little bit about what we've been up to over the last month. We talk about what the current energy is, our relationship to the things that we use to numb out, and encourage you to imagine, wouldn't it be nice if? I hope that you guys are all having a wonderful day, and let's get into it. It's Megan. And it's Lissa. And welcome to the first episode of season three, kind of. <laughs> what do you mean by kind of, Megan? Well, we now have a monthly podcast episode on our Patreon. So we are we've already recorded and released that one. It's the after show podcast. It's once a month once a month. And I I don't know if that counts as the first episode of season three or not, because it's something different, separate. I think it counts as the first episode of season three for our Patreon page, but not maybe for the podcast. But uh, let me tell you what, guys, Um, I love you and thank you for being here and thank you for listening. But boy, oh boy, is it nice to have a platform where you can really (laughs) like air it all out and be real knowing that, you know, I don't know, maybe some distant people from the past that you wouldn't want to hear it can't hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Um, I'm thinking about why you said that and it just clicked. (laughs) Yes. Um, The Patreon is nice for having um, a place to discuss things a little bit more openly without worrying about just anybody finding it. But here we are, season three in the here and now, and that's really exciting. And we've already, I feel like we already went over quite a bit about why we're in season three and what this is. So I don't think we need any reviews with that. But I do think it's important to talk about what today's podcast is in relation to season three, because they're all a little different now. And today. Um, Today is our relaxed fit episode. I guess I will generally do like a super fast rundown on the new structure. If you're on our Patreon, you've probably heard this 40 times. Um, So we are moving to three episodes a month, but with intention behind each one. So um, one episode a month will be the first one that comes out publicly each month will be a relaxed fit where basically it's the old version of the episodes. Episode two of the month will be um, a topic. So this month we're going to be focusing on Claire's and going a little bit more in depth on that, something a little more structured and educational. Episode three of the month is community-based, so we will have a guest. We already have a guest lined up for um, this month and one for next month. Possibly by the time you're listening to this, the month after that, because we kind of have our stuff together this season. Be proud of us. And then the... so then, oh, and then the Patreon episode. Right. So then there's also going to be a fourth episode. So typically we've been recording every single week, but now, like we've been talking about, we were... Oh, this is so fun. I'm I'm so excited. It's funny too cuz I keep looking at my coffee and I'm like, am I buzzed off coffee? What's going on? And it's 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 just the energy. Um we were recording every week. We're going to keep recording every week, but now one of those episodes is specifically for patrons. And not only that, but we have different tiers. We've made it like more inclusive cuz we get that um 
like uh, $7 can be a lot of fucking money when you're budgeting. So we have a lower tier that starts at $3, but um, based on what tier you sign up with, that extra episode a month, that's a little bit more personal, a little bit more in-depth that we wouldn't release to just anybody. Um, you can choose to be on the tier that's the audio, so just like a regular podcast, or if you want, we're also going to be doing a video cast, which um, I think this is important to go over because a lot of you, I feel like a whole bunch of you that listen to this are individuals that are literally in the woo yourself, like in the community where you are creating, or even maybe not that, but like creators, creating your own business, um, building new structures, working to help heal the planet, working as um, like an intuitive guide for other people or whatever. Um, wait, what was I going to say? Crap. That just made me get off on a tangent. Um, the way that we've restructured it with, oh, that's right. Coming back full circle. If you remember when we first started season two, we started it. This is like a, it's a lesson for us about what it means to be in alignment and going back and forth. And the reason I wanted to talk about this in this way is so that you can all like be in this with us as you learn yourselves as well. We decided in season two that we wanted to be on YouTube and have our podcast as a video cast available on YouTube and quickly realized that that was way too vulnerable, way too raw, and that we ourselves are still very much working to be in our own integrity and alignment in our personal lives. And so having an hour long podcast that's a video cast on YouTube was harsh and we adjusted. And this season, it just feels like we found the be a beautiful balance with that of, well, we can do a video cast. It's just not for everyone. It's for people that we feel safe and comfortable speaking on that platform with, which is why we have it on the Patreon. And so for everyone out there working on your own projects, um, there's all different kinds of ways that you can tweak little components to make it match your energy. And it doesn't have to be done in the way that you've seen it done by other people. So just play with it until it feels right. Absolutely. Just make it up however feels in alignment for you. You don't have to follow someone else's structure. You don't have to follow the way that you've always seen it done or your favorite creator does it this way or Joe Bob does it this other way. Just do what feels right for you. And then if you go into something and the energy feels wrong, that's okay. Just pivot, figure out what does feel right. And maybe you were never meant to do the thing and you were meant to do something else the whole time, but it's okay. You're not failing. You're learning. Contrast. Contrast. So speaking of contrast, there's this woman that I watch on YouTube. Her name is Mariah Alice and she is a van lifer. She lives full-time in her van. She's incredible. You guys, if you haven't seen her videos, um, oh my gosh, she, yeah, she's incredible. So she's very authentic. It's hard to find authentic people on YouTube. And this woman, is just nothing other than herself, which is beautiful to see. And she's young. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, she took her van into the snow and was living in the snow the last month and was doing van life in the snow. And she was somebody that when she lived in Monterey, she did not like the sun. And like me, actually, very similarly, on cloudy days, she would feel really happy and cozy. And on sunny days, she would feel like something just wasn't right. And she talks about this on her most recent episode. And uh, she just left the snow and is now in the sun again. And she's talking about her most recent episode. She talked about how 
she has a totally new appreciation for the sun in a way that she never did before and how she's thinking that she may actually need the contrast of living in the snow every once in a while now so that she can appreciate the sun in the same way because her highs are so much higher now than they were after being in the cold. And I just think that that's such a beautiful example of contrast and alignment and tweaking to find the right fit. I really feel like as human beings, we're not intended to live the same way year round. We're meant to have pockets of moments of rest or something different than what we're experiencing. And most people get that in the way of like a one week vacation because of capitalism. But if we were all able to have the snow for a month, it would be really impactful. I just heard loudly. I don't know if hearing's the right way to say it. Um, I got an image of people locked in their houses um, in 2020 and how that was the equivalent of Mariah's snow. Um, oh my God, that'd be so cool if she listens to this podcast someday. Hi, <laughs> I was just thinking of that. Hi, Mariah. Melissa's Probably your not. biggest fan. She, it was so cute, you guys. She was talking about rocks. She meant She was talking about crystals, but she was calling them rocks because she didn't necessarily believe in mat magic of crystals right um and she, but she said that if she were to be a crystal she would be moldavite because of the way that it uh or van life would be moldavite rather the way that it uh eliminates everything that's not needed and only keeps what really matters but um the lockdown in 2020 and the year 2020 being that gigantic contrast where we got the opportunity to take a look at what we actually want and then coming out being able to implement that. It's like her snow. It's it's similar. Um, that was cool to get that image just now. That is cool. And I think that we've had little micro moments of it throughout the last couple of years where we're having to pivot the way that we're doing everything to a new method. And it is refreshing to get to have that change. It, it can be frustrating sometimes to feel like you're constantly adapting. But I think that the energy for me feels like we are really around the corner from being able to to have our feet on the ground again and build foundations. Foundations are a big theme for the energy I've been getting. Before it wasn't about foundations. We were just kind of flying around and figuring out what general region we want to be in. And now um, it's almost time to like start building the foundation and really planting our roots in. Well, it makes so much sense to be, wow, I'm loving the flow of this episode already. It feels so natural. Um, it's just like boop, boop, boop. Uh, building the foundation can't happen until you know who you are. <laughs> so there was like this gigantic shedding or r rather like a chrysalis and then a shedding and then discovery and then trial and error and then karmic looping and then some more shedding. And now it's like, okay, cool. So now that you've gone through the fucking third dark night of the soul and your fifth awakening and you have a clear idea of who you are and what you want, which um, that ebbs and flows all the time. So if you're someone that hears that and you're like, I still don't know, don't worry about it. Just, just try and create more time and space for yourself because eventually it will just bubble up to the surface naturally. Um, but once you have that, once you're there, you can actually build a lasting foundation that is flexible. To me, it feels like the foundations we're building right now are made of rubber so that as like hard rubber, <laughs> so it's like it's solid and it's built and you can build on top of it. But then as things shift underneath, there's this 
built-in flexibility. It's sort of like, what do they call? It's like earth retrofitted. Our foundations are retrofitted for contrast and change. I think that makes perfect sense because the kind of foundation we need right now needs to have some bounce to it. It needs to have some movement, but it needs to be firm enough to be solid. And I'm picturing it being like like chewing gum for some reason, but rubber's way better than used gum. I mean, gum is made from the rubber tree, is it not? I don't know. I don't I know. And I don't think I want to know. <laughs> where, where gum comes from. But I do want to touch base on um, the most recent shedding. Cause I think we all went through with the new year um, a pretty, pretty drastic shedding. And um, if you were really going through it or are currently really going through it, it's okay. And thank you for being here. And thank you for showing up for yourself. That feels important to say. And also, um, I feel like you're waiting for me to say something because I have something to say. Uh, like if you're in it, um, the feeling of it, uh, Megan and I have both. So I guess we're going to talk about it. But um, you guys, uh, I have been through a lot of pain and heartache in my life, like deep fucking shit, like death and um, loss and trauma. Right. We all have. Um what has been happening recently when I channel, I talk like a robot sometimes. What's been happening is that the experiences that may have been showing up, just go with me for a second, I'm going to say it. What may or may not have been happening for you, if you're part of this collective, is that perhaps the experiences in your life have been mirroring some of your deepest core wounds and traumas that you as an adult haven't been able to freely feel and express fully. So if you imagine um, trauma as existing within your body, we did a way earlier episode, uh, I think in season one, where we talked about jello molds and things being like stuck in your jello mold. And this is similar to that. Like as an adult, if you're somebody that still has these echoes, echoes of deep unresolved trauma stored in your energetic body, what I've been experiencing and what Megan has been experiencing is a release. I'm getting goosebumps right now. And as you release that trauma that's been stored, natural healing happens. But part of the release is feeling it in your emotional body, which in my experience has been more difficult than feeling it the original, like the first time around, because the first time around, I didn't process it. I repressed it. I shoved it down and I didn't feel it. I knew that it was happening, but I just took it on as a physical event and then sort of hoarded it in my energetic body so I didn't have to feel it. And now in the release of that, as it's moving through me, two things have happened. One, I'm feeling the pain in my emotional body in a way that I never have before. And it's incredibly overwhelming. And two, be careful. Here's what I did. I encourage you not to do this if you can have the, have the foresight. Um, I didn't know that that was happening as it was happening. So I projected that pain onto my current lived experience, thinking it was happening in the now and it wasn't. Megan, can you explain that a little better? I, don't, I hope I explained that right. I, I think you explained it well, but I'm going to um, just be candid about it. It's, it's death energy. The life that you currently have in this moment 
um, the one that you're working on making better was formed around the version of yourself that you wanted to be the version of yourself that like had all of these deep painful programming things stuck and as you're growing and you're healing a lot of this stuff and you're processing trauma from way way back way back when um it's easy to kind of look around you and say like oh okay i i need to um find a reason that i'm hurting i need to find something to project this on and you don't have to do that it's okay to say that you were processing this pain that you felt when you were five. You were processing this pain from a previous lifetime. You were processing generational trauma or whatever it is that you're transmuting and accept it and feel it and really go through it and experience it because that experience is is beautiful. It's painful as fuck, um, but it's beautiful. And um, But you have to go through that and realize that it's time to start building a life like to just step away from step away from the person that you wanted to be in and accept the person that you are now um being being yourself more authentically and really stepping into like you're shedding your skin and with that shedding comes a lot of things that no longer serve you and they become more obvious and your relationship to people is going to change your relationship to yourself is going to change majorly and those feelings that you feel might be pretty um hard to handle sometimes as you get to like the because in the past you've probably just kind of skimmed over it and now you need to remove the thorn and the thorn's really deep and the thorn has little baby thorns and they're really stuck in there and um you don't have to take it out all at once um you can just rip the band-aid off and really like go through it and process it i don't recommend it um but you'll get there and just give have grace with yourself and know that you're doing the work and it's hard and it's okay that it's hard <sighs> nice <breath>. relaxed <laughs> episode <laughs> i was gonna say yeah like this is a relaxed trip, but boy are we getting into it um but Here's you have thing. to kill the version of yourself that you used to be the to be the new you <laughs> and i can feel like i feel um so as you know megan and i are both intuitives we're both channels and um it's really beautiful to see uh, such a large consciousness becoming aware of who they are. Oh my God, my channel is about to pop the fuck off. Um, they're very excited. All of your, all of your, everyone is here and they're excited for you um, because here's what I'm feeling. So as Megan's talking, I'm just sitting in the, I'm listening to her, right? So as I'm listening to her, I'm sitting in your energy because you're also listening to her. And here's what I'm experiencing. What I'm experiencing is, is the freedom of knowing Okay. So the reason that life was so difficult and the reason that life was so frustrating and the reason that everything like just didn't quite work out the way that I thought it was supposed to, or the way that I wanted it to. And the reason that there was so much, um, both effort necessary, but also resistance to that effort is because you were ascribing to a template that was pre laid out for you. So you, you weren't, very few of us, and I, I'm hearing that like a couple of you actually were, and good for you, I would love to meet your parents. But the majority of us were brought into a world where we were kind of told who to be. And we were given a very specific set of circumstances to abide by in order to be given love and attention and rules to follow to be like a good boy or a good girl. And then the same thing in our in our system. And um, 
what Megan is telling you and what I'm telling you now is that this is what's changing. So this death energy is literally you getting to be like, for the first time ever for a lot of us, um, okay, blank slate. Who are you? What do you want? And do you, I'm going to say this in a specific way because it's not true for everybody and all truths are real. Um, in my, in for me, take it as it resonates, right? Uh, if you are someone who came to earth with intention, if you are someone who chose to be born on this planet, and if you are someone who believes that this is a literal earth school that is playing out as a game for your own soul growth and development, then this is the level in the game. I can feel many of you getting excited. This is the level of the game where you remember that you're playing a game. And you realize that all of the levels that existed up until this point were you being in the game, not knowing you were playing the game. And you are now at the point where you realize not only are you in a motherfucking game, but it is a choose your own story. You know, those old books where you like flip to the, the story that you choose. It's one of those games. So you're now awake and empowered as a co-creator of your conscious lived experience with other co-creators and you're able to literally choose the game. But once you're at that level, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to, not only do you not have to live in the template that was preset for you, you can set another template. You can make the rules. I, I want to give you an example of something that recently blew my mind and you might think like, yeah, duh, but maybe this applies to something in your life. Um, did you know that you can do whatever you want with your space? Did you know that you could make every single room in your house drastically different? It doesn't have to look like an office. It doesn't have to look like a bedroom. Um, you can decide that you want your office to be a spaceship and you can decorate it like a spaceship and you can put panels up on the wall. So it looks like panels that are in a spaceship and lights everywhere. And you can take monitors and set them up and make them look like little windows um, in a spaceship. And it doesn't have to look like an office. It doesn't have to look like a bedroom. It doesn't have to look like anything. Um, you can make your office, because I have two offices in my house, um, one for myself and one for my partner. You can make your office look like a, a little witchy cottage. But she also travels through time and has access to neon LED lights and um, sometimes does hallucinogenics and has really cool art. And it could look like that in your room. It doesn't have to look like anything. <laughs> Um, and little things like that, where you realize, like, I have control of this. There's not a rule. Who says that I have to put my clothes in the closet? Who says that I have to um, fold my clothes in a specific way? What if I want all of my clothes to be hung up and right in front of me because I have some sort of neurodivergency and I can't really visualize things without seeing them because I have object permanence issues? What if I want to use my closet instead to be a little reading nook? You could do that. You have permission to do that. You can do whatever you want. Did you know that? Did you know you could just do whatever you want with your space do, or your do life? You, do you hear? Sorry, I don't, I'm, oh, I'm excited. Fine. We're I'm both. Like, we're both excited. Oh my god! Do you hear the excitement in her voice, you guys? Like, you, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know Megan and you, and you know her. So it's like the inflection in her voice and the way that she's talking. What you're hearing? What you're? Oh, this is so. Oh god, this feels so good. I'm so excited. What you're hearing is a soul remembering that she is a soul capable 
of expressing the soul self in any way it desires in this 3D manifested reality. So to, to me, energetically, the way it looks is that souls have concrete casing over top of them. And so they're sort of trapped like in this dense reality and then programming of the brain is what's allowing that concrete block to like move around and live this existence. But the soul's just kind of dormant and quiet and doesn't, can't really exist. So when the soul starts to vibrate at such a vibrate, it's not really the right word, but when the soul starts to express itself in the free expansive quality that it exists in, in this heart space, and when it then becomes embodied in your actual body, then that's, that's magic. It's like alchemy and magic because now the soul can be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, earth, excuse me, excuse me, sir, excuse me, ma'am. We created this. <laughs> like we can, exactly, you can make it look however you want. And to add on to that, not only can you make your house look however you want, and Megan does own her own house, so there is something to be said about that, but she didn't say paint the walls. She didn't say, you know, make permanent changes that can't be undone. Everything that she said you could also do in a rental. Um, and for me, one thing that I've realized is uh, I was under this impression that I had to have some sort of lucrative business. This is for everybody out there that has a that knows what their passion is, that has a very specific purpose that they want to bring forth in the world, and you are stuck in the trap of thinking it needs to be lucrative to do it, thinking you need to make money to do it. So I have, I do counseling. I was a counselor. I am a counselor. I left my nine to five. As you all know, I now see clients on the side. I was under the impression that somehow this had to be a lucrative thing in order for me to do it. And that me working as a waitress and bartender was temporary and that I needed to transition into this new business I'm creating, which is all things woo. It's fucking bullshit. No, not at all. The thing that I'm doing in counseling sessions, the thing that I'm doing in energy readings and tarot readings is what I love to do. The payment is getting to do it. The payment is meeting incredible people. The people that I have met doing these sessions are the most interesting people on the planet. Like I can't even, I couldn't even put into words. Um, I will say this, one person who I just spoke to recently, um, you can find him on TikTok. I had said that I would do a uh, TikTok for him, but here's your shout out, buddy. Um, <laughs> his uh, screen name, oh my God, is that what they call it? His handle, whatever you call it, is infinite you, seven, seven, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E-Y-O-U, seven, seven. His picture is a lotus. Um, he is actively working on a project that involves solar eclipse, total solar eclipses that are happening in 2023 and 2024, I do believe. And um, he's like doing crystal grid work and planting, um, oh gosh, what do you call it? That crystal that uh, helps with uh, radiation and EMFs and he makes pendants. Anyways, these people are incredible. And my point is, it was a side tangent because I wanted to give him a shout out. But um, my point is, is my bartending job, I was able to change to only Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I make more money on the weekend than I made working 45 hours a week at my day job. And I now have Monday through Thursday available for counseling clients, for this podcast, 
and for Patreon. And that's what I love doing. That's what I want to spend my time doing. So we think that our job, we've been programmed to believe that our job, which makes us money, takes up the majority of our time. Megan and I have proved to ourselves in the last two months that that is a lie. It's not true. We were both able to restructure our reality so that we are making the same, and neither one of us thought this was possible, by the way. Megan, did you think that was possible? Not even remotely. And now that I've opened up this possibility, I want to step even farther away from the 3D that I am now. And I'm I'm just, I have a toe in the 3D as it is. Yeah, it's it's like it doesn't have to, you do. Um, it doesn't have to I look to like say, the way that you thought. It doesn't have to look the way that you've ever thought. You don't even have to be able to imagine what it looks like. I never, and I guess that's not true because I, I used to imagine that I could work from home full time. And that was my, that was my dream. That I could just work from home free time, full time and it didn't matter what I was doing. And then my dream was like, I wish I could work part time and make full time money. And then my dream was that like I could work whenever I wanted. It didn't matter. And then I could figure that out. And now I have all of that. And I, now my dream is to just do whatever I want and screw other stuff but that's a whole other thing <laughs> but, but that's what it is is as you level up you literally level up because you're a conscious creator of your own reality and you're limited by your own scope of beliefs so uh, um i was someone my entire i mean my my father is an incredibly hard worker he's he's always taught me about the importance of like working hard and bringing home a stable income and having your retirement and all of that and no shade there like i have a lot of respect for that but it's also important to recognize who are you and what are you making for yourself because he is also somebody who gets a lot of pride and purpose out of being that person and i'm not i am not here to work that is not so so pay attention to who you are and why you're here because some people are here to work that is literally why some people were incarnated on this planet is because they want to do that um other individuals and chances are a lot of you that resonate with this podcast you are here to bring forth something that has not existed before because the sort of the collective uh, expressed it. This is getting kind of out there, but it's true. The collective expressed a call for something that is not yet in existence. And you heard that call and you came forth, but then you forgot, but now you're remembering. So now that you're leveling up and remembering, you're allowed to hear the call and then bring forth that thing. And what I wanted to say in a very specific way so that it makes sense is that, and I'm going to kind of say it slowly so we can all hear it because it was a game changer still is a game changer for me life changer i was under the impression i held this belief that i had to have some sort of job that was making me an income in order to be financially stable i was also under the impression i'm not saying that's not true but that's just the belief that i have to have a job that's making me an income that allows me to be financially stable I then thought that that job needed to take up the majority of my time so that I could make enough money. And I also thought that it was possible for that job to be something that was in alignment with my passion and purpose, but that that would take a lot of restructuring and be difficult and that it would be my own business, right? Well, all that being said, it's just not true. I am now able to work 
literally, you guys, 20 hours a week doing some whatever job with really wonderful people, by the way. Never in my life have I worked with such incredible human beings in a restaurant. 2020 really changed people, really changed people. People are now grateful to be existing in the world in a new way. So now I'm making more money than I was making with the job that I went to college for, got a degree for, and was a professional in, and the jobs or whatever that I do now, waitress, bartender. And the thing that I'm here on this planet to do, I kind of sort of get paid for, but not really. And it's not lucrative. And I'm not trying to make it lucrative. I don't fucking care. I'm not trying to make money doing that. I'm just allowing my life to be restructured in a way where that's where my time is spent because that's what I want to be doing. This is the message I want you to hear. The, what we're trying to do right now as a collective is structure our lives so that we're spending the majority of our time doing the things we want to do. And there are um, pieces of your life that will likely need to be restructured so that you still have the financial abundance necessary to live in the way that you're comfortable. But the way in which that's restructured might be outside of what you believe to be possible. It's really powerful to think about how in control you can be of your life and how you just have to be open to flow and open to things happening however they happen. And it doesn't have to look any certain way or be any certain way or fit into any certain box. And you don't have to fit into any box. You're free to be yourself. However, like you want it to look or whatever shape you are or whatever face you want to present. But you get what I'm saying. You get to make the rules. And um, I feel like that's kind of contradictory to what I just said. You get to make the rules, but also be open to it happening however you want it. And But I, I guess that is the case, is you have to be open enough to accept realities and possibilities of things that you didn't know existed because it's not in your box. There's... There's a reason that both of those things are true, but they're contradicting each other. Yeah. Um, and I think that this is where we, f I'm going to curse a lot in this episode, I guess. This is where a lot of us like just screw this up is because we, mm, <laughs> there's a, uh, the manifestation episode, I talked about this. So you, there are layers of things happening, you guys. Yeah. There Lots of poses. <laughs> yes. And there, but there's the universe existing as you through you wanting to create and the universe literally being you. And then there's your ego self, your personality self, that is a machine with a brain that has been programmed. That's It's okay. That's who we are. We're literal, we're literal beings. Just like, you know, um, uh, the, 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 I'm thinking of like B.F. Skinner and the cat and um, like... Uh, uh, You're talking about Schrodinger's cat? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Or I'm Pavlov's dog. All of them. There is a reason that we can be trained. There is a reason that conditioning, uh, like classical conditioning, is is very real and studied. Like our brains can be programmed. But that is not you. That is the hardware, so to speak, that you are existing inside of. Are you ready to recognize that the you that is you isn't hardware? The you that is you is software. Okay, here's a here's an example. Oh, sorry. But let me back up. I'm getting really excited, you guys. Sorry, go with me. I, I do have ADD, very literally. <laughs> um, so Megan was saying that, well, 
you need to be open, but also you can create whatever you want. Well, here's the thing. If you are in a, if you are really allowing yourself to create what you want to create, not giving your meet your programmed meat suit uh, permission to create whatever it wants. But when you're allowing life force energy to flow through you to create whatever it wants, it's going to be much more fluid and open to change because that's just how the universe is. If you think you want something, I was just talking to my friend about this the other day and she said it, uh, here's a, here's a tool for your toolbox. Um, she said, instead of setting conditions on what you want, um, for example, my partner and I are currently looking for a new home. She said that what she started doing, which was taught to her by a yoga teacher, was um, instead of saying, I want X, Y, and Z, she's saying, wouldn't it be nice if? Because that takes any sort of expectation out of it, and it also allows things to come to you in a very unique way. Meaning, my so my partner and I are looking for a house right now and a new place to live, and we would very much like to say, uh, that we want to live in Tahoe in the trees next to the lake, right? Like that would be great. That's a very specific set of circumstances that my programmed meat suit is wanting based on her experience of life. If instead we both said, wouldn't it be nice to live somewhere that really feels like home? Now I can co-create with the universe. Now I can recognize that the universe is me and that I have channels active within me that know what I want beyond anything my brain can comprehend. And I can act as a magnet so that whatever feels most like home for both of us together can be magnetized to us. And it's absolutely possible that my brain couldn't comprehend of what that thing is yet, but that allows the open channel for it to come through. It's rooted in feelings, really. Um, it's rooted in the the core desire. It's not, I want a car and I want it to be this specific thing and I want it to look the certain way and be this color, um, like the, the red Chevrolet 2012, whatever. Um, it's about, I want uh, freedom to move throughout the world with ease. I want control over my ability to move from one location to another and I want to feel comfortable and free to have that movement, however that looks. Maybe it's a bus pass and you meet some really cool people on the bus. I don't know, but be open. It doesn't have to look any certain way. And this kind of applies to a lot of mental health stuff too, because whenever you're struggling in a situation, say you're having a really, really rough time, um, a case of um, feeling like you're failing at everything and everything sucks and you just want to give up on the world around you and you're like okay the only way that I can get out of this is if I am this perfect version of myself and you put all of these conditions on how you have to be how you have to look how you have to act well the people who have their stuff together do it this way and instead if you just focused on I want to be happy and I want to do the things that make me happy and I want to be myself um, it could look totally different. So maybe instead of like maybe your version of your perfect self as dinner ready on the table by 5 p.m. every day for some reason, that's when you eat. Um, but you really struggle with cooking. Uh, maybe it's prep that you actually struggle with. So then um, why not at the beginning of the week, instead of having to do the prep every day for the meal, um, 
just work with yourself and cut up all of your vegetables for the whole week on Monday and make it easier for yourself to take baby steps toward um, nourishing your body on a regular schedule. Because that's what it's really about, right? It's not about eating at a certain time because everyone else eats at that time. It's about remembering to prioritize yourself and actually consume food and nutrients. So make it easier for yourself. Make things easier to see. Make them easier to grab. Um, and focus on the feeling that you want to have and don't put yourself in a box. Because the version of yourself that does that isn't you. It was never you. That or right you there. would have done it, you know? Yeah, it wasn't you, guys. It feels like we're going from a world, you know, one size fits all leggings? Bullshit. <laughs> not true. That's not true. Like, it's one, impossible. Yeah, one size fit. But you know what I mean? Like, you know how you like go to certain stores and it's like one size fits all or even like small, medium, large. Even that's stupid because it's not true. It's like, what? These are all different sizes. This is not this is not a small like this is a XXXX small. But um, you're going from living in a world where it was one size fits all leggings and you were being asked to wear those leggings or guys, one size fits all jeans or whatever you want to wear, you know? Um, although lots of guys wear leggings. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, Let's just call them pants. <laughs> but one size fits all clothing. It's like living in a world where that was just, you, you always wore. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Like, so you grow up in a world where you're given this set of clothes to wear and it's the only kind of clothes you can buy and it's the only kind of clothes available and everybody else is wearing the same clothes and it's one size fits all and you don't really question it because you don't really think about it. And then one day you come across somebody wearing these like I'm thinking of the rainbow fish, ironically. I don't I don't know why the rainbow fish of all things. Um that book when you're a kid. Uh but uh then you meet somebody wearing these beautiful, like fish scaled sparkling leggings. And you're like, where did you get those? And they say, I made them. And you're like, what? They're like, yeah, I made them. And you're like, well, how How did you make those? And they're like, I don't know. I just, you know, picked out my favorite colors and I put them together. I quilted them. Quilted them. Ha, <laughs> quilted leggings. That's not a thing. But like you made them. So it feels like that's what we're doing with our lives now is we were in this box of what we thought it was supposed to be. And then now we're seeing so many people create their own lives. And yeah, like even Megan, like we didn't know, guys, we didn't know that it was possible to create something so beautiful and so in alignment and so not like, I wouldn't have been able to tell you, I wouldn't have been able to tell you what I wanted based on how much I'm currently enjoying my experience because I didn't know this is what I wanted. Three years ago, three years ago, if you would have told me that I would be traveling the country in a van with my partner, I would have told you that you are insane because I have anxiety and IBS and I would never, ever, 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 ever travel in a vehicle that didn't have a bathroom. And I certainly would never spend the night somewhere without a bathroom because of my stomach issues or whatever. And it's like, little did I know that living completely out of alignment with my soul's calling and what I actually want to be doing is the very thing that was causing my meat suit so much discomfort. It, think about, it's insane. Um, think about whenever you go to a restaurant and you order a food and the second that you place your order, you realize, oh no, I really wanted that other thing. That's kind of what this is. this all is. Is 
you put in your order for what you think and then it gives you the opportunity to kind of like really look at the thing and realize well it wasn't like say you got the red car that you wanted and you realize that what you really wanted was just a sense of freedom and that car didn't give you the freedom because you weren't more clear about it and like it would be so cool like i want a restaurant that i can go to maybe this is a side tangent but i want to go to a restaurant where i can say I want to feel love and comfort and safe and secure. And like, here's the vibe of the meal that I want and just surprise me. I don't really care what it is. That would be amazing. And that's how you get, that's how you get it. That's how you get what Someone you actually do that. want. Do you know, I actually did that with my tattoos, you guys. So one thing that um, has been pretty consistent in my life with my tattoos is I get often People come up to me and they say, I don't like tattoos, but I like your tattoos. And um, my tattoos are are weird. They're out of the box and they don't, they're not anything specific. Like I have a, a literal space tree mandala on my arm. Um, it's a mandala that's also a tree, but the inside of the tree is space, like with planets and nebulas and stuff. And um, what I do what I've done with all of my tattoos every single time is I find a tattoo artist that I really, really like someone whose energy I vibe with and someone whose artwork is like inspiring to me. And I tell them the elements of what I want. And then I let that, I let them do it. I just let them practice in their gift. And even down to the color, like I have uh, my, my space tree mandala, the woman that did it, her name is Alex. Um, shout out to her, by the way, she did Buddha's palm tattoo in Sebastopol and she is incredible. She, um, did this tattoo and asked me like, what do you want? And I told her, I want a tree and a mandala and the element of space. She drew it up. It was beautiful. And when it came time to do the color, she asked me what colors. And I said, whatever you think matches the art piece and me, like whatever, whatever you feel is a fit. And this, this is my favorite tattoo that I have. But when people come up to me and they say, I don't like tattoos, but I like your tattoos. What I'm hearing is, I don't usually like tattoos, but I appreciate the artwork that's on your body because it was done in alignment. Like I was let, I was just choosing artists and letting artists do their job. And when Megan, when Megan's talking about letting the server bring you what's gonna taste the best based on your, what your desired like feeling is, you might not know what that meal is. <laughs> I almost never know what I want to eat, if I'm being honest. I just know my partner and I uh, actually a lot. Um, we'll talk about the the feeling that we want from the food, um, the vibe of it. So if it's a movie, then it's, you know, we match drinks and food to, to movies or shows that we're watching. Um, and we match the energy that's kind of around it with, with what we're consuming. And it's so much easier to pick things in that realm because you have little boxes and you say okay comfort food lives here and this 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 food goes into comfort food box and this food goes into finger food box and this food goes into high energy excitement or this is a romantic food or whatever and you get to to feed the feeling and i feel like that's bad you shouldn't feed your feelings but this is different it's feeding the energy not eating out of sadness and also, she just said that she does 
like themed stuff like we can make it look however we want have you it, this feels like it feels like child energy too like birth like birth energy death energy and coming out of shell energy like um like why don't why why does everything look the same why are all of the insides of our houses like similar why is like what do you know what i mean like we're all such unique beautiful individuals with such specific things to offer this planet that are unique to us that nobody else could replicate even if they tried and yet so much of what we do and how we act and how we behave is the same it's because we're trying to put things in boxes their houses our living spaces are one of the big boxes that we're shoving everything in sometimes quite literally thinking about all of the doom boxes well my house is literally a studio box yeah um i saw this lady on tiktok that was just going through all of her doom boxes online very publicly and it made me realize you can just do that you can just get online and be like here's all my crap that i'm dealing with um look it's just a random string cheese wrapper it's been in this box for five years why i don't know (laughs) Let's throw it away. And you can do that. You could do that. Let's let's process some of that, uh, you and me together right now, because we were talking about uh, substance use earlier and that and talking about speaking about that here on um, shadow shadow aspects. Like one thing that I'm realizing uh, in the work that I'm doing is a huge thing that's been holding me back is keeping things in shadow and um and then judging myself for it and my god you guys there is so much power in just being like oh that's what i'm doing yeah that's that that might not be healthy Mm -mm. yeah that's coping mechanisms yeah that's escapism whatever whatever but then when you shine a light on it it's like oh it doesn't have to be this big nasty thing at all that's basically Um, what it's like to talk to me in general because i just call myself out whenever it happens so like i'll be talking to my partner or listener or someone and i'll say something that is a some sort of ripple effect from my past trauma or me coping in whatever mechanism that i choose um or you know self-deprecating or whatever and then i'll say the thing and then immediately be like oh that's me just doing blah 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 and i like shine a light on it and it gets easier to not do them I'm you're never going to be perfect and you don't even have to correct the behavior but sometimes just acknowledging the behavior helps a lot well it it uh, it keeps it from hiding from you because we hide from ourselves so um specific example uh as a drug counselor I was sober because I wanted to be in integrity and alignment with that counseling Now, I'm not in recovery for addiction. I am in recovery from codependence. But one thing that I've been working on with Megan this season in particular is I'm no longer comfortable with my use of substances anymore because my, uh, like I was, uh, oh my God, my brain's like, your dad might hear this. It's okay. (laughs) My dad doesn't know I smoke weed. Hi, dad. If you're listening, he's not listening to this, but whatever. I smoke weed. Um, Hello world. Do we, we do use drugs sometimes because we are humans. Yeah. And it's okay. Oh my God. Like, but it's so interesting. This, these stigmas. So speaking of putting yourselves in boxes, like as an addictions counselor, drugs are bad because I am my 
you know, father's daughter drugs are bad. And um, no, that's not the case. But here's what did happen. I went from not using any substances at all, not drinking, not smoking, nothing to um, smoking cannabis again, smoking weed, and then really liking it because I missed weed. I used to be a daily smoker all the time until I worked in addiction treatment and then going back to smoking every day. And, um, and now that Megan and I are creating what we're creating, I just want to have more time, like more time and more mental clarity to really be working on these projects. And this is, um, an interesting thing to think about because what it means is, is that the more I live in my passion and purpose, the less intoxicated I want to be unless I'm doing it with intention. So if I'm microdosing mushrooms or something with the intention of uh, working on a project or creating a piece of art. I don't really do art, like altar work or grid work or connecting with nature. You're just um, creating. I think you got the art creating. thing for me because I microdose yeah. to do art. Right. <laughs> but it's like different. Whereas when I was a kid, a kid, when I was like a teenager, I would use drugs because I wanted to get fucked up. Like that was the intention. I would use hallucinogens with the intention of getting fucked up. And now as an adult, it's like, I understand that this is sacred medicine that's been used forever by humans forever that absolutely has gifts that it can bring you in your life if you use it with respect and intention. And, um, and it was a big wake up call for me recently because I realized when we started season three of this podcast that I stopped using weed with intention, that I was just literally kind of numbing out at the end of the day because I was stressed out or overwhelmed and wanted to go to sleep. And I like smoking weed. So I was smoking weed. And um, that that's not that's not helpful. And the reason I'm talking about this now is because it's this is all like, what do you want your life to look like? How are you showing up for yourself? What behaviors are you engaging in and how can you self-correct? Because I enjoy smoking weed. I'm not going to stop smoking weed, but I can absolutely self-correct in a way where my cannabis use is assisting me in my life, helping me in my life and not anything that's in shadow. Yes. And I'm the same way. I, I've never been a daily user of anything. I've never been a big drinker. I've never partied a lot. In fact, I didn't go to my first bar until I was 29 for two beers. Um, but I do know that in the past, I used to utilize things to the point of turning my brain off. Like the objective wasn't to have a good time. The objective was to get to the point where I wasn't in my head anymore, which often, especially with like cannabis, I would um, get more in my head. And that was a problem. If you're an anxious user, you might understand that. <laughs> but, um, and I've ever, over the last, it started when I had a surgery and um, I had my thyroid removed and two surgeries back to back. And I couldn't drink alcohol anymore because it literally felt like I was being poisoned. And um, so I, I slowed down consumption of that. Not that I consumed it a lot, but it went from a couple of times a week to maybe once a month. And then I noticed with other things in my life too, like um, if I'm smoking weed, it's not to get high, it's to get to what I call toasty, which allows me to be more in tune with my body and my emotions, um, but not to the point where I hit anxious or I like am no longer grounded. Um, if I like do use it, I always try to set an intention. 
And it's okay sometimes if your intention is, like um, yesterday I was trying a new product and the intention was to try the new product and see for future use where it best fits in my life because I like to try to treat things like medicine now. So if I'm utilizing um, like a microdose of mushrooms, it's intention is to like help with my mental health, help me have more clarity, um, help me work through a trauma, help me get in connection with my like creativity. If I'm using cannabis, it can be to allow myself to relax because sometimes I get like wound up in a ball so tight that I like can't relax. Like I'm physically unable to relax, but I use it with the intention of like releasing those things back into the universe um, so I no longer have to hold on to them. And you can set ritual around casual usage. But I think I, this is just to challenge you to look at the things that you're using in your life and ask yourself, am I doing it mindlessly to numb things out? Or can I set some intention around it? And it could be okay if your intention is just to, you know, like relax with some friends and socialize. But you're like consciously choosing that as your intention does that make sense and it yes that made sense I wanted to answer that <laughs> yes it makes sense but also it's um so I'm seeing this as layers I'm I think it's it would be helpful to explain this in the layers that I'm seeing it as so we have two separate things happening here there's a literal split going on I know you all feel it and it's sort of like where are you splitting to um there is the like old way, the old world of um, uh, being in a programmed meat suit, existing in a society that is also programmed and living in that paradigm with the least amount of discomfort possible, understanding that life is difficult. Okay. Then there is waking up to the fact that you're a soul self that uh, perhaps chose to incarnate here to engage in earth school to develop and grow as a soul. And if that's the case, if that's a collective you exist in, then it's recognizing the ways in which you can live your life to really be the embodiment of the soul that you are. So if you fall into the latter category, then it would be, this is another tool for your toolbox. I think this one's going to help for a lot of you, um, myself included. If you are a soul remembering that you're a soul self and living your full purpose in this lifetime, which is nothing other than expressing your soul in this life. That is the sole purpose is to express itself. That shows up in a thousand different ways and will change throughout your lifetime. There is no one purpose in life for any soul. Um, then it would really benefit you to pay attention to what you're doing mindlessly, like what you're doing without intention and the behaviors that you're engaging in regularly, which is ritual, so ritual has intention behind it. I didn't mean to say ritual, but like ritual has intention behind it. But what behaviors are you engaging in mindlessly in a ritualistic way without intention? Because those are the things that are hiding in shadow that are potentially harming you. And um, as an addictions counselor, I just do want to reiterate. Um, I didn't say this. I want to say it, not reiterate it. Say, say it. Addiction is a literal rewiring of the brain that um, is chronic and gets worse over time. I think that there's a lot of psychosocial components that are understudied, like the Rat Park studies and whatnot, where we really learn that um, the opposite of addiction is not sobriety, but connection. 
and that feeling disconnected leads to addiction because you want to numb out. But if you are concerned that your behaviors might be escalating towards addiction, then there are three things to pay attention to. That's tolerance, withdrawal, and despite negative consequences. So now that I've had that said, just so you can have that in your radar in case you're concerned about developing an addiction, outside of that is just mindless use and engaging in recreational behavior with no intention. And if you're a soul trying to express yourself in this here and now reality, being unconscious and engaging in unconscious behavior is a really good way to create a block for that soul or from that soul to expressing itself. That's not worded correctly. It's, it creates a block preventing the soul from expressing itself when we're engaging in unconscious behavior for no reason with no intention. And there's nothing wrong with numbing out from time to time if your life is overwhelming. But remember those layers, how one is a soul expressing itself and one is just a program meat suit trying to cope with life. Well, if you're a program meat suit trying to cope with life, your desire to escape and, you know, go on your one week vacation two times a year and get drunk on the beach is going to be a means of pacifying your soul because your soul feels like it's not doing what it came here to do, you know? And the more that you embody that soul, the less likely you are to want to engage in those behaviors. Like I was talking about with my weed use. Now that I'm doing the thing I'm excited about, I don't want to self-medicate because I'm, I'm enjoying being here. It's a different experience. I want to take this away from drugs for a minute, um, because this is really applicable to a lot of things in your life. Um, let's talk about mindlessly scrolling on your phone, mindlessly scrolling social media. Let's talk about like your morning coffee or when you get off work and you just want to turn your brain off immediately before doing anything else. I just need 15 minutes to to get away from everything. Um, and you're scrolling or you're watching YouTube or doing whatever behaviors that you have in your life that you utilize to numb out. Um, and just take a look at those behaviors in your life. It doesn't have to be about drug usage. You can, um, at the end of your work day, decide that you can't do anything else until you've had 15 minutes, but you do it with intention. You don't just automatically go into autopilot. I think it's about what you're doing in autopilot, really. But you don't go into autopilot and just start scrolling, and I can be guilty of this often. Um, but you don't just go into autopilot. You can say, okay, I'm going to take 15 minutes and I'm going to meditate. I'm going to focus on my day and really show gratitude for things. I'm going to, um, you can even say like, I'm going to mindlessly scroll, but I'm allowing myself five minutes to disconnect. And then I have to get back in my body and be conscious of your behaviors. And I think that's what a lot of this boils down to is just being in your body and realizing what you're doing and why you're doing it. The why is important. And then you can make corrections if it feels like it's in alignment. That really does come full circle too, because we started this episode talking about, God, for a relaxed fit, this is... Um... Yeah, this has been a pretty... Um, <laughs> but in our defense, we haven't done this in a couple months or a couple months in like a month. Because we took time off and we have a lot to say. Well, we we went, you guys, you guys, in our time off, we went through like, uh, I've been through some of the most, emo like, I, I mean, I was somebody who was hospitalized as a teenager for having behavioral issues. And um, I like, w you know, have had 
like, like I said, like terrible things happen in my family. And th the last couple weeks, even though my life in general is the best it's ever been, I'm more happy than I've ever been. I'm more content than I've ever been. Those uh, pieces of trauma that are stored in the emotional body are being released, right? So we've gone, we've both gone through the experience of releasing things and letting go that we've held on to our entire lives. And I think that um, that's really what we're talking about here, because when you are trying to escape from yourself because you're uncomfortable with what it feels like, then you're going to be engaging in these behaviors. But when you're just allowing your yourself to express, when you're allowing your soul to express itself freely as a soul self, it's different. But we are at this really interesting apex right now where if you want to be in alignment with your soul self, you're going to have to feel your emotional body. If you're going to be feeling your emotional body, you're going to experience all of the motherfucking shit that's been trapped there since your birth if you haven't been one to release it this whole time. And if that's you, please teach a course or something and comment and let us know how to access it because it would be really beneficial to the collective. Um, but yeah, you don't, you don't have to numb out anymore, but in order to not numb out, you also have to feel your feelings. And so it's, it's that push pull back and forth energy of, are you ready to feel it yet? Are you ready to release it yet? And then how are you showing up in your life afterwards? How are you showing up for yourself and how are you showing up for others, your community, your loved ones, but also, are you treating yourself with the same respect? How are you showing up for yourself? Because we're not showing up for ourselves in a lot of ways. It's not showing up for yourself to work 24 hours a day. It's not showing up for yourself to make sure everybody else is fed before you feed yourself. If you're on an airplane and the oxygen masks need to go on, you need to put it on yourself so you can take care of others too. So take care of yourself first. That just feels like an important general reminder. That you are worth it. You are worth love and respect and attention and being seen. Isn't that funny that we've spent our whole lives hearing that oxygen mask reference and we don't get it? Like, I didn't get it until the last two weeks. I would also really like to know, um, I wonder how people can... I'm trying to think, like, how can we find out? Like, how can they reply? Like, how could they respond to this if I asked? But... um. I guess just sort of holding space for the collective in this moment, even if there's no way that you can uh, speak back, maybe just think to yourself, like, what has the last couple of weeks been like for you? Um, right now it is January 18th, the day that we are recording this. I would also like to point out how the hell is it January 18th? Like what, what happened to the month? Um, by the time this is but, out, how the hell is this February 1st? This has been, yeah, come out. But this year, yeah. it feels like it's been a month, a day, and a year all in one. And I don't know how it's already January 18th, but also it's only January 18th. What? Um, I've been through it the last month or so. And if you guys are also on that roller coaster, I hope you're doing well. I think you are. I think a lot of us are. I think that um, it's been a wild ride. It's sort of funny because I thought that I had gone through it before now. And um, I hadn't. <laughs> I really thought I did. I was like, yeah, I've gone through it. I'm doing better. I'm in alignment, blah, blah, blah. But this is just kind of how it is, right? It's like, it's, it's going to be this back and forth, push and pull. But it very much does feel like moving into 2022 we were pushed through a birth canal 
uh, you know, the, the equal opposite ends of the spectrum of a woman feeling like, you know, she's going to be ripped open and a baby feeling like they're going to be smashed together. And, um, literally like now, which is beautiful timing, actually, like now in the recording of this podcast, it feels like, okay, okay, we've made it through. Now what? And then, and then I love that we're talking about this on this podcast, even if it is kind of heavy, sorry, I just whacked the microphone, even if it is kind of heavy, because, um, because now that we're out in the world, what, like, make it look however you want, you guys. And, and again, to come full circle, like, decorate your house however you want. Organize your work schedule in a way that works for you. If your boss is uncompromising in what you want your work schedule to look like, trust and believe you can get a job anywhere right now. You can get a job anywhere right now. I guarantee you, especially anyone out there looking to make a, like anyone out there looking for a side hustle to help pay the bills while they work on the project that they actually want to be working on, go work in a restaurant, work for tips. Like the money is good right now and pretty much every restaurant is hiring. And, um, and there are just a thousand different ways that you can figure out a life that works for yourself. And um, tools tools this week, two things that we talked about that I think would be really helpful is one, um, practicing wouldn't it be nice if. Let's say you're locked into a two-year contract with your job. I feel like that might be true for one of you. And you can't leave. Then just practice. Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if I wasn't in a two-year contract? Wouldn't it be nice if um, somehow that just dissipated? And then also literally creating a list of the things that you do mindlessly that are numbing just so that you can pay attention to it. Because um, when this does come back to addictions counseling, step number one is just bringing awareness to it, shining light on it, not even changing the behavior, but just shining a light on it. Because once you see it and it's not in dark anymore, it has the capacity to change. But as long as you're unconscious of the thing, then you can't change it because you're not aware of what's even happening. I think those are both really good tools. And I also want to encourage you to normalize your 3D thing being your side hustle. We've always kind of had this thing where like, oh, I'm a waitress, but on the side, I'm actually an artist. Um, like I'm doing art on the side. I'm doing readings on the side why not change it like flip your flip the script i'm a i'm a reader i'm a tarot reader i'm an artist i'm a a crafter creator architect whatever it is that you're doing and i'm doing this other thing on the side my 3d job is my side hustle until i i can focus on this other thing full time but i am an artist and bartending on the side and that's the side hustle it's not the end Fuck all, all yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. Because you know what? What pays your bills isn't what brings value to the world. It's what allows you to exist in the scope of it. And we're changing. We're changing the, the all of it. <laughs> we're changing all of it. So just when somebody asks you, like, what do you do? Right? Like, you don't have to respond with, oh, this is what I do to make money. No, it's like, what do you do? What do you enjoy doing? What do you fucking like? Like, what are your, yeah. Yeah. I, I love that, Megan. Thank you so much. So, so wait, what did you, can you say that again? Normalizing. The thing that makes your soul sing, the thing that mm -hmm. you are at your core, that is you and whatever you're doing for money is that's the side thing. And then switching the balance. Yes. 
I love that. I love that. That's been the biggest light bulb for me um, in in moving into season three of this podcast and and leaving my my you know job that I went to college for is uh yeah. What I feel like contempt. <laughs> well, I because I feel lied to quite frankly, um, and I feel um, uh, cheated out of you know. I'm I'm really grateful. I'm grateful for all the experience that I had that brought me to where I am because I wouldn't be what I'm doing now and doing this with you if I didn't have that timeline. But at the same time, I put so much value in going to college. I put so much value in having a higher education, and I put my worth on getting into grad school. And I was somebody who um, applied to PhD programs and got into a top tier master's program in social psychology. And that was like a notch on my belt and something that gave me worth and value as a human being. And um, none of that was for me. None of that was for me. I did that because I wanted to impress my dad and I wanted to be loved. And I wanted people to see me as somebody that was of worth and of value. And um, I think it's sad. I think it's really sad that we take, here's the thing, when you break it down at its core energetically, when you look at the core of that, what that is, is me not having belief or value in myself, but me having belief and value in other people that I love. And so paying attention to what actions and behaviors I'm engaging in that are lighting other people up in my life, and then taking that on as my identity to get love and approval from others. And that I feel is sad. So that's where the contempt is coming from, because that whole time I could have just been exploring what I love to do and like playing in the woods and learning how to edit videos and share my experiences and write and, you know, listen to people tell their stories. And I wasn't doing any of that. I was working really, 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 really hard full time while being in college, while ap applying to grad school and PhD programs and all to try and be loved and accepted by my peers and my family. And I didn't have to do that. But that was growth that you had to have. And I'm thankful that you had that experience. And trust me, there are so many things in my life that I often consider if I had just known I could have changed or I could have made improvements in this area or I could be self-sufficient on like my own income doing whatever I wanted because I built this foundation 10 years ago or whatever the case may be. But you can't go back and change it. But you can make adjustments moving forward to prioritize those things that are important to you. Mm. And I just heard, oh, this is a good note to end on too. I just heard loudly, um, <laughs> Mariah, <laughs> Mariah in the snow, Mariah in the snow. Um, yeah, I'm really great. I wouldn't be, I want to acknowledge, I literally would not be here having this experience. You would not be hearing my voice. You would not be hearing my voice had I not gone through that. And it's like the snow, right? You you hold yourself in contrast and in discomfort long enough so that when you allow yourself to release into what is truly you, you feel the alignment. Because otherwise it wouldn't be worth it. You wouldn't really feel it in the way that you do. So all in, all in perfect timing. Well, I think this is a wonderful episode. Um, I look forward <laughs> to releasing it. I know that it was supposed to be a relaxed fit, but really the intention of the relaxed fit was that we can just talk about whatever was in flow. And I think that these were messages that we've been wanting to put out there for a long time. 
and I hope that you heard us and understand and can make small changes in your life moving forward to help you get there and know that if you're struggling with something or you're feeling your feelings more than you've ever felt them before and it's too hard, it's okay. Um, it will be okay. Trust me. We, Lisa and I both have over the last couple of weeks as we're kind of going through this death energy into this rebirth energy, um, both have hit a rock bottom and we thought we had already like experienced rock bottom and then we felt rock bottom at it at its rock bottominessness. <laughs> um, but it gets easier. It gets better. And you can do this. It, it Yes to all of that. It really does. And yeah, rock like <laughs> jagged rock bottom. Yeah. Um, but hey, if you are someone, if you're someone that's listened to this whole episode, so you're now like at the end and you've listened to this the whole way through, um, I would like to just say like authentically and fucking sincerely, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because we can feel like we feel your energy. We know that there are people that are really listening to this and like the, the um, like wheels are spinning and like things are popping. Like we can popping <laughs> like light bulbs uh, popping off is what I'm thinking. Um, but uh, the, uh, you are not alone and we know how difficult it is to go through this energy and to be here. And you really, really, really are not alone. And there is a community of people very much going through what you are going through and they want to hear your story and they want to make space and room for you. And like you can show up, are encouraged to show up as authentically yourself and nothing other than that. And there is space and room for you in that scope. And Megan and I personally are working on, that's part of why we have done this Patreon, um, are working on building a community where individuals can come into it and feel that way. And if you're somebody that's also a community builder, please keep doing what you're doing because these are the new systems that we're going to be building so that we don't ever have to go back to that one size fits all. Custom rainbow leggings for everyone. But seriously, ah, thank yes. you very much. It means the world to us that we get to share these small encapsulated moments of energy and where we are and where the collective is. And thank you very much for taking an hour out of your day to share with us because it means a lot. We love you and appreciate you so much guys. Yes. And happy 2022 rough happy start, 2022. but we're here. <laughs> yes. And happy to, Oh, sorry. We need to say this happy February 2022 talking to future selves as we're listening to this back but welcome to the energy of the twos pretty cool stuff yes and this month there will be a two 22 22 which will be nice and i hope that that's a special day for you so if you want to continue hanging out with us we do have a patreon um, where we have weekly readings, bonus content, an extra episode each month, and whatever else we feel called to share. Like recently, I put out a 12-month guided journal on um, really centering yourself and checking in with yourself each month and kind of establishing intention and goals for who you want to be authentically. Um, that it literally exists nowhere but there at this time. Oh, and my computer. 
So you like you- how she just says that as a little <laughs> blip, like, oh, and by the way, there's also this 12 month journal that I totally created from scratch that exists <laughs> there. That's such a, as someone who doesn't know how to create stuff like that, to me, that's like, whoa, magic. <laughs> yeah, but and things like that that we feel called to share are available to you if you feel called. Um, and we appreciate if you're there and if you ever join and you want to jump off, that's totally okay too. Um, we support you in whatever way you want to support us because you're a human and that's okay. <laughs> we understand how it goes. And I also, you know, it's interesting, you guys, at the end of these episodes, we usually do uh, like uh, we, we plug our stuff, right? Like, oh, we're doing readings and you can find me here and you can find Megan there. But Megan, I think to be in alignment with really what this episode's been about today in community building and just keeping it clear, I kind of just want to leave it at that. How do you feel about that? I'm totally fine with that. Um, join our All Patreon right. if you want to. If not, that's totally cool. All that matters is that you have a jazzy fresh day. I did finger guns <laughs> too. I don't know why. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, Bye. guys.